0: The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre Show.
1: I was listening to the show yesterday, and I don't do it often. And I was listening to the post show pre show, and I was just like, "Shut up and get to the show." Oh, Oh. Oh, wow. So, again, this is me, and I I don't like listening to me. So, what I'm going to say is, I'm asking for you guys. Let me know. Do you like shorter post shows? Do you like longer post shows? Do you like no post show? Because I'm listening, and I'm just like, I just want to hear the show. I'm well, like, here, because we were talking about the food that we were going to bring. And was, oh, the party, yeah. yeah. I was like, let's go. Beat <laughs> it up. So, uh, yeah, let me know about that. I know you're watching on Facebook here, too, and that's that's a bit of a different element, too. Eddie was saying, uh, speaking of watching, that sometimes we'll do interviews, and I've said this before, we'll do them after a show for the next day sometimes. And sometimes guests will come in and only have a day, but their album's coming out the next Friday, and I'll go, hey, we'll hold it. We'll put it on Friday so you'll get the biggest bang for your interview. So we'll pre-record some interviews, and Eddie has to edit them. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones on the phone are apparently difficult to edit?
2: Yeah, sometimes because, um, you know, the the artist we're talking to starts talking, and I think you guys kind of maybe just lose a little bit of interest while they go a little long. <laughs> and <laughs> Bones, you start I, getting I, on your phone sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I can't have that on the screen. And then I'm like, I got to go to something else. So I'll go to Amy, and then she's on her phone, and then I'm really screwed.
1: <laughs> you just go to Lunchbox staring at his Facebook? <laughs> yeah. you
2: know? No, no, no. Then I go to me, and I'm like, like acting like I'm really listening. <laughs> you just act. Exactly. Yeah, I'm you're like, like oh, okay, oh,
0: time oh. to go. So anytime they this.
1: see an Eddie listening shot, <laughs> it's because I'm bored, Amy's bored, and you're not. Correct. You're faking it. Yeah, but it's not very often. Sometimes yeah, you I do know. good
0: at the phone interviews. Can be really hard, but I think you do a good job of.
1: I don't know that I do that, but sometimes navigating with someone that if I'm on the fence about being interested in it, I'm like, let me give them a shot. They might be interesting, and then they're not. I'm just like this. All right. <laughs> they can't see me, yeah. so why not read some Twitter? You
2: know? <laughs> see what's going on in the world.
1: Uh we talk about Raymundo's birthday in a second. It's also Abby's birthday. I gave her her little, her birthday gift today too. Abby's our newest show member. Um she Abby, what is your job during the show? Here,
2: move her towards the
1: Oh, toward the uh, oh, Yeah, yeah, here. Abby, what do you do during the show as we're working here? Cuz I see you typing and I walk by. What's what happens?
0: I do, like, a rundown that they send out to all the affiliates and everything. Um, So you're just taking notes? Yeah, and kind of look for news stories, too, and edit some audio.
1: A little bit of everything?
0: Yes. I just brought
1: Abby on, too, to my podcast network. So she's going to be working over there, too. We have, like, about to have ten shows now. Awesome. We're about to launch three more shows. So, yeah, look at you. How's the the birthday weekend coming?
0: Good. I'm probably going to go to a vineyard here. Harrington. Yeah, just be outside. Enjoy. Do you have friends? A few.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just no, a
0: couple. <laughs> I do, but... When are y'all going? Uh, s- tomorrow. Oh, okay. I have a, fr- a friends doing a birthday there on Sunday, and I was like, I'm on that'd be fun. It's like a popular place, because you can be socially distanced.
1: Yeah. Ish. Well, it's outside. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I
0: think they just have it, like, a whole bunch of tables, so I hope we can get one. Yeah. Uh, well, happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hope it's awesome. Thanks. I was going to come to Ray's and get, um, you know, have some White Claw, but yeah! if he'll let me. <laughs> just kidding.
1: All right, Abby. See you later. You. All right. We're going to get to today's show. You guys can tweet me at MrBobbyBones. Let me know. Shorter post shows? I'm good for that. Longer post shows? Whatever. I can sit here and talk all day. Um, check out the Bobbycast today. We have Richie, the lead singer of Lone Star on, talking about whenever... Um, baby I'm amazed by you when that hit what their life was like because it was like they were already putting out country hits but this changed it all up for them so had him on Eddie and I talked about some things from the 90s 90s country music things you probably didn't know that are pretty mind blowing um, so check it out and always the new music that comes out that week alright thank you goodbye we'll see you um, well now but we'll see you Monday bye here we go. Uh. come on Bobby, Bobby transmitting Cross
3: America
4: Let's go! What's
1: up, everybody? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Uh, Later on, Thomas Rhett comes in to play for us. Hope everybody's rocking. It is a special day here today. You ready? Do you know why it's a special day?
0: Uh, No. It's Friday?
1: Well, yeah. That's part of it. It's also Raymundo's birthday. Oh, yeah, I have that on my calendar. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Raymundo, your birthday gifts from mirror are being brought into the... Studio right now. That's what I'm talking there about. Should be three packages. Go I ahead. I got a phone call at that exact same time. Did you plan that? No. East Dundee, Illinois. I think it's just spam. Has nothing to do with me, bro. <laughs> what is Jordan about to come in here? <laughs> no. It's nothing like that. It's not not, not big. Ray, uh, how old are you, Ray? Uh, Thirty-five. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Look at and you. And my chick's thirty-three, so I got two years on her. What, what does well, that have okay. to do with anything? It has nothing to do I with mean, anything. <laughs> Okay, grab, uh, you see your packages? Yeah, Mike just brought stuff in. Okay, grab the big one. Okay. There, there are two that are similar. Go ahead and open it up. All right, here we go. Whoa, whoa! Whoa! What is a 100 pounds? Yeah! White claw, so baby! I got two cases of white claw. <laughs> Dang! Case number one! Pop, Pop one open. open! Case number two! Yeah! Look I tell, at if that! Your, it's your birthday, if you wanted to have one... <laughs> right now. Right now? You can hey, pop things it. might get a little sloppy. You can pop one open. And then Thank there you should be a much. bag in there. I got it right here. I don't need any more. That's very generous. Well, no, this is the real gift. It's actually something you can use. It's Nike. A, it's a <laughs> It's a gift card. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's baller. Thank you, dude. You're welcome, man. Happy birthday. To you and Caitlin. Yeah, you that's right. So uh, happy birthday to Raymundo there. Question. Mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was tomorrow.
1: It is, but we we're going to see him.
0: Okay. Well, I just got nervous that, okay, that's just a well, clarity.
1: I've now reminded you guys you have to do something for him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, Thank I, you. I, I Thank have you it, it in the
0: calendar. Thank you, Scuba Steve. Ray,
1: yeah. your birthday's tomorrow, right? Yeah, it's on uh, Saturday. Yeah. 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 September 5th. <laughs> and I think Ray's drunk already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, Amy? Nothing. Ray, I heard you got in trouble for talking about your wedding too much on the air. Yeah, so some of the details I've been putting out there, I need to kind of just uh, keep them a little bit closer to the vest, you know? Like what? Uh, The way that I told people they can't come to the wedding. So your fiancé didn't like that you made a bit out of disinviting people? Yeah, it ended up being kind of brutal because people were hearing on the radio that they weren't coming to the wedding, and I guess it didn't go over well with some people. Yeah, that would happen to me too if I were. In that situation Yeah it, what else? A D, I made an offhand comment about the DJ So he kind of thought he wasn't working for us anymore But we still are going to employ him So I do need to just be careful In some of the stuff that I'm saying Is but your Is there a DJ playing your wedding? Yeah Is it yeah. 2DQ? Uh, no 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 oh, who It's is an it? up and comer I gotta find out oh. <laughs> Up and comer <laughs> but yeah, there's some surprises too. So she's just like for the next couple months, just keep it quiet. There's surprises at your wedding? I mean, just some stuff we haven't really talked about that'll be neat. Like what? Oh, uh, he can't talk. About Wait, it. Let him go. Bro, Are you bro, gonna tell bro, us. Bro, that was great. Damn.
2: Golly.
1: <laughs> he gets in trouble just again. Him, lead him. Give him a rope. He'll hold on. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, happy birthday, bud. <laughs> Thank you. 35 tomorrow. Are you doing anything special? Uh, my fiancé just said, wear something really warm, and it's 90 degrees in Tennessee, so I have no idea what she has planned. What do you think? Um, threw some stuff around. You're going to Seattle, so I thought maybe I'm tagging along with you. That's <laughs> colder there. I, I would probably wear an, a long sleeve shirt there, so that mm. would make sense. Is that... It is not. I'm okay. going to work. Like As yeah. soon as the show is over, I fly, <laughs> land, and start working immediately. Mm, okay, so it's not that. It's not that. And then I thought, uh, she knows I love cruising around. Maybe they rented out a Corvette or something top down, wear a sweatshirt because okay. it can get kind of breezy.
0: Okay. Who's they? What? You said they rented a Corvette.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm guessing her and maybe one of our neighbors. I mean, it's got to be a <laughs> l- small amount of people. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Ray doesn't need a
0: um, can yellow fit? claw or whatever it's called. <laughs> white,
1: claw? white claw? No, he's How already like that. How many people
0: can fit in a Corvette?
1: I mean, it's a limited amount. Maybe it's just me and her. I don't know. It was okay. just an idea. I'm just going to get going with the show here. I kind of went down a weird path to start. Yeah, it's just
0: funny to me. Ray's oh. always so funny.
1: For the last eight weeks, we've been putting two food rivals against each other in the food feud. But now we're taking all eight winners and it's straight bracket time. We're going to find the best food item head-to-head Battle of the Champions, there can only be one winner. It's going to get brutal, folks. Come on. Mm. That's right. All right, here we go. The Bobby Bones Show. Food feud. Fight. In the red corner, they're made with flour, eggs, and salt topped with syrup and butter. Each one will run you 314 calories. It previously won on the show with a vote of 3-2. to two. From the place it's open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. The Waffle House Waffle, everybody. Yeah. It's facing off against, in the blue corner, They're warm, fluffy, and served with a garlic topping. Each one will run you 140 calories. It also won on the show Barely 3 to 2. From the place that when you're here, your family, it's Olive Garden Bread Stew! Great. Right. What you got, Amy? What would you rather have? Pound for pound, what's better, Waffle House waffle or Olive Garden breadstick?
0: Gosh, that's so hard. I mean, one's salty, one's sweet, sweet. so I guess I'll go with, I'm going to go with, I want, give me a waffle.
1: I'm going to go waffle, too. We got two votes waffle. Eddie?
2: Hundo P, no doubt. I'm going to go with the garlic breadstick.
1: Morgan? Totally the Olive Garden breadsticks.
4: Okay, we're back to even now. We're basically at zero. Lunchbox? Man, when you said it and you started describing it and my mouth kept watering. and when you said that, Waffle House Waffle! Wow. Ray Mundo? Yeah, I'm going to have to go Waffle House Waffle. They put one in right next to us and I may just
1: go after work. All right, that's it. That's your winner. It's over. Wow. Okay. Well, our winner, All Waffle right. House right. waffle. Right. waffle. Nice. That's a tough round, though. Those mm-hmm. two both are b- very loved. Uh, next week will be Krispy Kreme Donuts versus Cool Ranch Doritos. Winners from our past. That's tough. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I have a proposal here by an amateur pilot. You know, I'm always curious about how you feel about proposals that are done, like big public proposals. Because yours wasn't done in public. It was. Yours was No, it, not a public proposal.
0: Proposal? Yeah. Like at- he he did it by himself. Well, no. he ended up, he wanted to be private on a balcony, but the balcony was shut down for a private party, so we did it in a hotel bar in front of everybody.
1: Yeah, but I mean, a public proposal is when you do it on purpose, where people purposefully see it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um... So, is this a romantic way to propose? Here's a clip of the proposal. He asks his girlfriend to read an emergency checklist as they're flying. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And this happens.
4: So, start at the red. Read step one. Airspeed 70 K-I-A-S.
3: Okay. Hold on. Check.
4: Verify pilot is willing to give up his life for co-pilot. Check. (laughs) Oh.
1: Verify pilot will provide for richer or poorer. Check. Confirm co-pilot's left hand is ready for engagement. Check. What?
4: <laughs> Next up.
1: Is co-pilot ready to
4: accept last name of pilot? Will you marry me, Ali Bond? <gasps> Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yes.
0: I Come on, think man. that's amazing. Yeah. That that's is so good. So so baller. Good. So good. Yeah. So air traffic control got in on that.
1: <laughs> that's
2: public now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Again, I don't know if that's any more public than yours when I think about it because it was private.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I guess they put it out there. I don't, I yeah. mean, yeah. And when you're on those, I'm like, dang, why didn't my husband think of that? <laughs> That's good.
1: I go, yeah, that's good. You go good, Eddie, good.
4: Lunchbox is amazing. Oh, that's so, listen. Okay. Here we, oh, go. Just here jealous. we go. No, no, here, here, A, it's lame, and he's just doing it for the cloud. He wants everybody to think, oh, I'm Mr. Cool. He didn't even get, like, girls want you to get down on one knee, don't they? He didn't even get down on one knee and propose. He can like, after they it, land. No, no, but a proposal. You, every girl's like, oh, and then he got down on one knee, and that's when my mouth went wide open. This is going to, I was reading over a checklist. He never got down on one knee. Sorry, didn't you propose to your wife over the phone?
0: Oh, oh yeah. Oh, got him. Yeah. yeah,
4: I did.
1: All right. Okay. Making sure. That was it. No, no, I never her. left get in the way of a good story, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh,
4: yeah. It was more her idea. She was like, yeah. oh, why don't we get married? And, uh, okay. Are you serious? Good and story, then, man. Okay, yeah. so
0: you never even gave your own wife the down on the knee, draw dropping moment.
4: No. Because then her and her sister and her mom went and picked out a ring, and then I went to town and picked it up and gave it to her. This is what novels, like romance novels are oh, made of. Oh, so beautiful. <gasps> yeah.
1: When this show's over and you want to listen to my music podcast, it's called The Bobbycast. We're talking about the CMAs. Chuck Wicks and I are picking who we think will win. Also, the lead singer of Lone Star is on, and we talk about the new music coming out this week. So check it out. It's called The Bobbycast, wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you love music, I think it'll be right on for you. All right, let's go. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! All right, the five most fun facts that Amy could find on the internet. Here we go. Number
3: five.
0: So Betty White holds the record for longest television career of any female or male entertainer spanning 81 years. She made her TV debut in 1939.
1: Wow. She's really pretty when she was younger.
0: Mm-hmm. I think Is she's that still mean really
1: to say, no, no. no, 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 no. That's, that's not mean. me. You're,
0: no, you're just not attracted to her at this age, but I'm sure if you were 80, 90, you'd think she was...
1: If I was 89 I'd probably be going young like 75 oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> alright number four
0: the first Grammy winner for rap was
1: mm, let me guess Sugar Hill Gang nope who
0: DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh
1: Prince oh wow oh parents just don't understand yep best wow. rap performance for this song in 1989 You're the first I, I don't th- yeah I think there wasn't a, wow. an award for hip hop until then Wow! Yeah, they're really cool. I had uh, summertime. I had that whole tape. Listen to front to back. Yeah, I was right after that one. All right, number three. Number three.
0: In California, you can only get the number sixty-nine on a license plate if your car's model year is nineteen (laughs) sixty-nine.
1: Why are they trying to shut us down? (laughs) The joke doesn't hurt anybody. It's a dumb joke. People always trying to hold me down. What? It's just funny. All right number 2
0: the president's limo has a refrigerator full of his blood type yeah but that's crazy, anywhere huh? he goes even air force 1 has keeps blood on there and there's a whole basically doctor surgery station up in air force 1
1: it's crazy that that much can be put in an airplane yeah, yeah. what's well, so big it's just crazy <laughs> that there's a bed couches yeah. living room I, know, I mean i've never been in an airplane that big
0: there's some show on netflix and now i can't think of it what it's called it's like a um, America's Secrets or something and it, there's an Air Force One episode and it's fascinating. That's if people cool. are interested, you should watch it.
1: Number one.
0: Frank Sinatra's publicist would audition and Pay Girl's $5 to scream at his early performances to get the crowd hyped.
3: It's <laughs> like... Like they uh,
0: created excitement. That's... I mean, and then it's contagious.
1: Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I guess contagious is one thing. They're... Like when... Trump was running at the la- at the very beginning. They were paying people to stand in the crowd and be cheerers. At, at first, they don't have to do that anymore, obviously. But it, it's just like hiring a, an extra, huh? Yeah, you're just hiring extras mm-hmm. to get it going. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: I just thought that's interesting. It well, wasn't the most okay. fun. Oh, I thought I really, honestly thought you would like be like, huh? Frank Sinatra had to do that
1: early. I think that's everybody crazy. had to, right? I mean, everybody has to do things early on. That once they get big, you're like, I can't believe they had to struggle this much.
0: Yeah. Like you when you buy your billboards.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) All right, there you go. Thank you very much. That's the fun fact. Fact Friday. Bobby show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's
0: 30 Second Skinny. Kelsey Ballerini announced a new stripped album called Ballerini coming out September 11th. Here's the stripped version of Club. But I don't want to
2: go to the club. Oh, I don't want to watch everybody around me trying to hook up and say stuff. They don't mean get drunk and get cheap. So what's wrong? With
0: me, cause I don't wanna go to the club. Lauren Elena's new EP is out today called Getting Over Him. Here's the title song. out today, Adam Hamburg released his album Top Down Southbound. Hardy shared his album called A Rock, and Tyler Rich shared his debut album called 2000 Miles. A Morgan number no. 2, that's your skinny. On.
1: It's time for the good news. With
0: Lunchbox.
4: Tell yeah, me something good. A 13 year old boy in Florida has invented something to save lives at the beach. He was hearing about people drowning in the Gulf of Mexico, and he's like, Man, I'm a Boy Scout. I got to invent something. So he invented something called the Life Box, and it's filled with life vests, a lifesaver, and CPR instructions. And you put them on the beach. That way, people have access to them and can help save lives. Uh, That's interesting. So he invented a new
1: way for people. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's it. He Because he... when I invented the bobby water at Sonic,
3: <laughs> okay.
1: I kind of just named it. Like, Caitlin had, had put all the stuff, but I was like, no, let's make this a thing, and we'll call it the bobby water. Now, he didn't invent the life jacket
4: mm-hmm. or or CPR instructions, right. but he, he put them all in one place so yes. people can have access. So Khalil is his name. So uh, for both of us, for me and Khalil.
1: <laughs> Great hey, job. A lot of listeners tag me in those Sonic bobby waters. Just for the record, a bobby water is root 44, ice water, double ice, real fruit, cherry, and strawberries, and nerds. You're welcome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show.
4: Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Hoboken, New Jersey. A man was playing soccer with his friends right near the Hudson River, and the soccer ball, oh, goes into the Hudson River. The 24-year-old's like, I'll jump down there and get it. He jumped in the Hudson. The ball starts floating away. Police had to be called, and they had to rescue him before he drowned. Wow.
1: I don't want to laugh that hard because I've done that before, too. Not soccer, but had a ball go on the water, and you jump in the lake. Like, I'll get it. And then it starts to float on you, and then you're like, oh, crap. That stinks. All right.
4: I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story
1: of the Day. So Kanye West was talking about the time he jumped up on stage during Taylor Swift's award speech. And By the way, here's a clip of the sweet, uh, speech from back in the day. Yo, Taylor, I, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. That made both of them so famous, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's sure. crazy. But it was a real idiot thing to do. It just wasn't cool. But now he's finally saying why he did it. He said that God ordered him to do so.
0: Ordered him. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Quote, God has a calling on all of us, and he uses it in different ways. West 43 told Nick Cannon, which, by the way, I think we can all agree with that, right? Sure. Yes. The infamous incident occurred when 20-year-old Swift was receiving an award for best female video for You Belong With Me. And Beyonce, single ladies, didn't win. And that was the clip. And he says, listen, I'm sitting there, and God told me to go do it, so I did it.
0: Okay, was I wonder
1: it- if that was God or like Eminem behind him at the awards ceremony. <laughs> One, hey man, hey man.
0: You know, be funny. Go yeah. out there. I don't know, but that's. I mean, I guess I do know. I, I but I don't. Maybe God did tell him.
1: We can't prove he didn't. That's right. We can't <laughs> prove he didn't. There, I, this story made me think about you. There's a couple, and they adopted four siblings, and so they go through the process. They already had a, a biological son named Henry. When they adopted four siblings they had been fostering for years. So they get all four, they do all the paperwork, the four come in. So it's now the house of five, right? And then they find out they're expecting quadruplets.
0: Oh, what? So Five
1: Five to nine. It goes one to nine like that. that. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And how much does that cost to raise nine kids? That's a baseball team at the same time.
0: That's a lot. And then they but they were trying to get pregnant, right? And maybe doing IVF or some form of treatments? Yes, yes. Okay. So it's not like they are just like, what? How did these four well, babies get here? Well, quadruplets,
1: though? I mean,
0: I know. And I know that that's hard. But that's the reality of if you do that stuff, you have to be, you know, you could end up with multiples, right? So, man. That's Is that just,
1: how John and Kate got eight? Yeah. Yeah. It sure is. But they had two, one or two already. Mm. Like they had twins, right? And then they had six more. (laughs) Yes, you're right. She
0: was pregnant with six. And then there was Octomom. (laughs)
1: Octomom. Octo, too. Ate it once.
0: How in the world? I don't know. I.
1: I, I don't think I let it shake me as much as I should have back then. Me neither.
0: <laughs> I think I'm ha- struggling with it more now yeah. than I, I did then. I was just like,
1: eight kids. Well, that's neato. <laughs> but now I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Eight kids at the same time. Did,
0: so I saw uh, that.
1: Mm-hmm. They put out the Dancing with the Stars cast. We talked about that. And they put out their odds of winning. They have AJ McClain as the odds-on favorite to win. I think this Johnny Weir will win, the Olympic figure skater. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I were to put a few of them up at the top... I would put AJ because he's a great dancer. He's warm. He's a Backstreet boy. He'll have that fan base from the beginning. Johnny Weir, those professional athletes on that show, and he is, are great. And figure skaters are basically dancing on ice anyway. Yeah. He's gonna be great, and he's got a big personality, which will translate. And then I would also say this Monica from Cheer, because she does have dance. She's a bit, she's in her probably 40s. I think that will appeal. She's not like some. Hot twenty-two year old. The people are like, all right.
0: Yeah, no, she's very likable. And
1: she's extremely likable. Mm-hmm. Like those are the three that I would put if I were having to bet now. And Monica's way down there.
0: Oh, I would move her higher.
1: She's well, she's sixth at nine to one or ten percent. That's a good bet. I tell you this: when I went off, I went off at. at here's yeah, the you thing. were you were bad. Yeah, I went off at the same thing. Carol Baskin's going off. They to win this thing. They had me at the same. And she did. What, listen, what are those odds? Forty to one. Oh
2: my gosh. Crazy. But that's what they had me. I
1: know. And Carol Baskin, I don't think physically can make it through the oh. the rigors of this show.
0: Well, we don't know that.
1: Yeah. What? I mean just by looking at the past seasons and the people who have won, you really have to be in really good shape to, to win that show. Oh. And so but I was Carol Baskin.
0: Mm-hmm. And just and you way won. less famous.
1: Just way less famous. And I won. Um so the Nev guy from Catfish is next to last. But uh it's interesting. I saw Tom Bergeron changed his Twitter bio. He doesn't say he did Dancing with the Stars anymore.
0: He just totally took that off.
1: Well, now he says that he did a show called um what was it? Um Footwork, Footwork with, the work with the Famous. Oh funny. Yeah. Well, he's he's not happy. The, uh, <laughs> such a good guy. They and listen, he made a lot of money over twenty six seasons. I bet he made over fifty million dollars. Oh, really? Yeah, hosting that show. Maybe not his first contract, which is usually three or four seasons, but yeah, I would think so. Dang. I think he's, he's probably fine now. All right, let's go to the phones.
0: Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. So, I was out a couple of weeks ago sick, and I'm not sure if I missed it when Amy moved, but I was just wondering if there is a microwave inside her kitchen at the new house. Hope y'all have a great day. Love listening. Bye.
1: Amy's been very anti-microwave. Oh, anti. The last 10 years.
0: Uh- Longer probably, okay. But is- yeah, so yeah, there is a really fancy one, and it was built in till the wall. You can't, it, it,
1: and it if there's just no way to get rid of it. Huh?
0: <laughs> no, I pro- no there it. There's not a way. We'd have to pull it out and patch the wall, or put a shelf in, or something. It's stuck in there, and it it's it really is fancy. I don't know what the people were thinking that lived there before me, but it is awesome, and I love it. And it broke. And now I'm very sad because I'm either going to have to leave it broken and it just is, looks there like an accessory mm-hmm. that we don't use or I'm going to have to get it fixed. And again, it's a microwave I never would have bought, so it's kind of fancy, so I don't know how much it's going to cost to fix.
1: But are you using it? Yes, we're using okay, it. That's so- what I'm
0: saying. Like, and it's whole, I, I, Things I never thought I would say are, Ben, we need to get the microwave fixed <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, I can't believe I have to go over to the stovetop and heat this up. I lived archaic like that for years and it did not bother me. And now when I have to go over and turn on the kettle or heat up my coffee or heat up something on the stovetop, I'm like, gosh, this five minutes when it would have been done in 45 seconds in the microwave.
1: Do you think, and this is serious, do you think you're going to be okay?
0: <laughs> I hope so. Okay, good. I think all right, all right. some of that was, I've been letting go a lot of my, that was my a part of my food issues, like trying to just control weird things that I put in my body and I thought the microwave was bad. But it, I don't know that it is.
1: All right. I. According <laughs> to my research, it's pretty good. I'll <laughs> be honest with you.
0: The
1: Here's Amy's pile of stories.
0: Well, this is genius marketing that is working on me because Reese's has created a little cake that you're supposed to eat in the morning. It's a breakfast bar.
1: Okay, they just probably wrote the word (laughs) breakfast on their cups. No,
0: they didn't. It's a snack. They call it a snack cake. Technically, they say this is the perfect thing for you to eat between breakfast and lunch. So it's sort of like brunch in a little cute package. And it's a cake-like thing made with real milk chocolate.
1: It's a candy bar. (laughs) It is. It's a breakfast candy bar.
0: I know, but just seeing something about a snack cake. And the package will come with... Little two-pack cakes, sort of like the Reese's cups too, and it'll be only a dollar ninety nine and available in convenience stores. I
1: can't wait for breakfast MMs. <laughs> 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 or breakfast cakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'd right, be so else? good.
0: Man, I saw this headline and it sort of deceived me. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, sign multi-year Netflix deal. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, but I don't give a crap about those two at all.
0: Oh, I give lots of crap. Yeah. <laughs> and I clicked on it, and I'm so excited. Like, what kind of documentary, real life, The Crown, are we going to get with this? You know, separated from... The palace or the royal family. Uh, But they're just working to develop documentaries, feature films and scripted television series like children's shows and stuff for adults. There was a little sentence that said they may also appear on camera in documentary programming. So I'm hopeful for that. But
1: you really like them, huh?
0: I like anything royal family, not as much as some people. Some people I
1: know are super obsessed, but I
0: would say I'm above average.
1: I'm so resentful of people that are born into money. I just stand. Well, it's not their fault. Yep. I give it all away.
0: And Meghan Markle, she <laughs> married <Start in>. him.
1: <laughs> I know, but I don't know. I'm, I, I need to shake that myself.
0: Would you have rather me told the Uber mask story? What's that? Where, so I guess that you can get written up, like say you get in an Uber and you don't have a mask. Well, the driver can make a note in your profile, like, hey, this person didn't wear a mask. And so then the next time you order an Uber, you have to upload a selfie of you wearing a mask in order to have an Uber come pick you up. Oh, nice. You get put like on a list. And until you show a (laughs) pick.
2: That's funny. They're
0: not going to pick you up. Okay. Uh, So yeah, for those of you that weren't interested in Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Also, last but not least, and this is predicted, but the CMA announced that there will be no live audience for the awards this year. It's going to be essential personnel only. It's normally at Bridgestone in Nashville, tons of fans and people get to attend, but none of that this year.
1: No one's surprised, right? Nah. You know, nobody gets to do anything anymore. No, that.
0: I guess maybe some people thought it could they could socially distance inside Bridgestone in some way, shape, or form. But they're not even doing it at that venue because why would why would you? You don't need that much space.
1: You got a Moss, you got one of Brooks over here, <laughs> one of Dunn over there. You got one Osborne over there,
2: <laughs> a fly over there, Dan, and a Ja over there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Shay is up there. <laughs> I guess for the
0: hosts, like hosting to a. A lot of well I don't know you host things so how much do you depend on a live audience to help feel your vibe they
1: won't be doing a comedy routine there'll be no stand up mm-hmm. type performance I know who's hosting it. they haven't announced it yet have they
0: oh I don't I kinda know but I didn't know so I don't or I, I don't think, think I heard so. from you
1: maybe so no it won't be okay. comedic so
2: y'all gonna tell us who's
1: hosting well, it is I mean it's people <laughs> it's, it's not Brad and Carrie <laughs> it's not either one of them
0: okay. I thought you said it on the radio but maybe not don't
1: I don't think so don't say it all okay right.
0: so. I'm, I'm Amy that's my pile
1: That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy.
4: Tell me something good.
0: Okay, this 14-year-old named William Cabanus started his own nonprofit. Again, he's only 14, and he makes his own vanilla to support Second Harvest Food Bank of East Tennessee. He started baking, and then he realized, like, I can bake and support, but what if I sell an ingredient that helps support and people will buy it? So for $30, you can buy eight ounces of vanilla, which he makes from Madagascar beans, and then all the profits go towards helping feed people.
1: I always feel bad for vanilla. My Because it's a real-life flavor, yet it's associated with generic. It's so vanilla. Like, how did vanilla get that associated? Because vanilla's a good flavor. Yeah, I love vanilla actually. And it's a taste. It's a Mm -hmm. distinct taste. Mm -hmm. However, people are like, vanilla. Or vanilla's like average. Yeah. What?
0: Well, I was just gonna shout out his website in case other people love vanilla too. It's vanillafeedstomorrow.com. How cute is that. I'm so
1: inspired to like promote vanilla now for some. Reason. I love vanilla too. Yeah, yeah I just feel like too. it's been given the old uh, S end of the stick, as my <laughs> grandma would say. All right, there you go. That's what I- Alright, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. What's happening, friends? Let's go over to Amy now with the morning corny.
0: The morning corny. What's the strongest vegetable?
1: What's the strongest vegetable?
0: A muscle sprout. <laughs> 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 that was the morning
1: corny. Oh, That's pretty funny. Here is Alicia from Seattle.
0: I heard on your podcast that you're going to be in Seattle and just a heads up with the weather, even though we get called for being the most rainy in the world, it does get really hot and muggy. So do pack an extra can of sunscreen.
1: All right, I'm going to Seattle today. As soon as the show's over, fly, land, start shooting my show. I've only been to Seattle once, and I think that was for American Idol another time. Wow. It is so far up there. It's, I think, the furthest place you can go from where we are. Like, if we get on an airplane, it's the farthest. Name a place farther in the, in the States. Alaska? In the mainland, you yeah, mean? Yeah, right? yeah, like in yeah. the in the yeah. 48, the continental. Okay, then Well, Hawaii, obviously, <laughs> yeah, or Alaska. Right. <laughs> anyway. You gotta, well, you said, I have a lot. You in you the said, States.
0: Okay, I got it. In I, okay. The, in the
1: States. <laughs> Caitlin tell, told me that oh, uh, last night when I was sleeping, because I talk in my sleep like crazy, and I haven't been... Uh, feeling great for a couple days. And I've had this sinus thing, which I was dealing with all last week on the air. And so I, I've been taking stuff to sleep better. And so I took some melatonin. I took some like CBD sleep stuff. And so I've been talking. So when I sleep hard, I talk. And she, uh, I woke up this morning before I was coming in. And she goes, hey, um, so can I tell you something? And I was like, oh, great. She never asked to tell me something. And I was like, yeah, what's up? She goes, when you talk in your sleep, you talk like a girl. <laughs> what are you saying? I don't know, but she's always like, I'm like, mm, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, t- <laughs> oh, no. So apparently my sleep talking voice is, is like a girl. Huh. How about that? Okay. Interesting.
0: I don't know if the, the tone was girly or the topic was girly. Possibly
1: both. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I was explaining to her what my dream was. And she was like, yeah, that's a pretty girly dream. And you sound like a girl when you talk. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. The Friday Morning Conversation with Thomas Rhett. Good. Good. Thomas Rhett and Amy having a conversation
3: before we <laughs> get started. The pre-Friday <laughs> <Sorry>. Morning <laughs> Conversation. I could hear, like,
0: hear it, and he's like, hey, how are you? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> good,
3: <laughs> good, good. What's happening? You good? I'm good, man.
1: What, uh, what? Do you feel like it's starting to pick up a little bit for you? Like, are you starting to get the band back together and play a little bit?
3: Yeah, we are. We've been rehearsing the last couple of days, and uh, this is the first time I've seen any of them since October, so... It's been nice just to get to play to play music with with the band and and uh get to do a couple things this week what's coming itself. up for you um acm awards um playing the iHeart festival which is gonna be super fun and um a couple couple of things here and there but uh those two for sure is what we're rehearsing for all
1: right thomas red is here with us you know i remember it's probably been a few months man i don't know time's just weird now so i may be wrong on my time when be a light came out and i said hey someone came to me and said hey uh TR's putting the song out and it's really great. It's not a radio single. Yeah. He's just putting it out because he just loves the message. Yeah. And so we played it on the show a bunch that morning, but then it just, it caught. Yeah, And where you had two songs, you had uh, the one with John Party, yeah. the the beer, beer, can't, fix, beer yeah. can't fix. And this one kind of running one after the other <laughs> yeah, accidentally, right? Am I right on
3: that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, I wrote the song on the road last year um, under completely different set of circumstances just wanted to kind of get a message out there about kindness and um when when all this stuff started to happen i think it was february and i knew that everything was going to kind of shut down um i called george and scott over the label and i was like hey man i'm turning 30 in march my birthday's been canceled because we can't go anywhere can we can we just put out a song on my birthday um and this song seemed to be one of those ones that i felt like people could use in their life you know just uh, a little bit of encouragement uh, during such a strange time. And on the other end of that, we wanted to, all of us songwriters and the label uh, are giving our royalties to Music Cares to help all of our, to, for my band, for everybody's bands in Nashville, for, for bands, you know, all, all across the country. And so um, basically, man, it, it took on a life of its own and never in a million years did I think this would be a single. I just wanted to put it out. Um, it kind of started to catch on and it's just been amazing to watch the reaction from people, you know, across the country and the world, just kind of how this song hit them. So it's been pretty awesome.
1: Uh, Keith Urban's on it, Reba's on it, Hillary Scott, Chris Tomlin. Yeah. Why those <laughs> one, two, three, why those four? I, mean, they're, I, I know why, because yeah, yeah. they're all fantastic, but why did you choose them individually?
3: Well, at first I thought, maybe I'll just do this by myself, but then as we started to kind of record the song, I was like, man, I feel like... It's a it's a great message coming from me, but I feel like you know how much more powerful could the message be coming from, um, for sure my heroes and and people that uh, people that a lot of our that are that our fans love. Um, I've also always wanted to do a song with Reba. Um, that was a long shot. Um, Reached out when to her. she
1: said yes. Were you like, Holy crap! Yeah, I mean,
3: freaking out. I mean, bucket yeah. list moment to do a song with Reba, um, for sure. Um, and I've gotten to know Chris Tomlin a lot over the last couple of years. I've been a part of his his new record that just came out, and I've known Hillary for forever. And um, and then Keith uh, came on and sang the song and played the whole guitar solo. And um, so these people are all people that I've wanted to work with for a long time, and it felt like All of our our views kind of align with this song, and and I felt like they could just make it that much cooler and that much bigger. So um, it it was really cool to record a song with all four of them.
1: The the nerd music question is, did you record it all yourself first, and then you slowly pulled you out in places and put them in?
3: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we have there's there's definitely a version with, with just my voice on it. And so that was hard, dude. It's hard getting in the studio and trying to figure out how to put four people on a track and give all of them... Uh, enough time for you to be able to kind of realize who's singing the next part. So we we had about 16 different edits flying around, but we finally landed <laughs> on this one, so. Uh, Thomas Reds here. I know you have your guitar. Yeah. It's, what is that, like a seafoam green? It is, mm-hmm. and I... I didn't know that this was a guitar I was playing, and I, and I wore the same color shirt as my guitar. <laughs> it's like a green so. screen. We see nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: nothing. Uh, so if you don't mind, I mean, I haven't heard you play this song live ever. Cool. Uh, here's Tom I don't think right. I have either. Here here's uh, Be a Light. Here we go. Hey guys, so because of licensing rules, we can't play anything with music on this iHeartRadio channel or podcast anymore, but you can go to bobbybones.com to see it. We hate that we had to take it down. It wasn't our decision, but I just wanted to keep you up, and we wanted to keep up as much as possible. So uh, go to bobbybones.com to watch or hear whatever you're missing right now. And thank you for listening to the show. And sorry about all the legal stuff. Mr. Bobby Bones. Come
3: on, there he is, Thomas thank Ray. Thank, Where thank were
1: you me. when you wrote that song?
3: Man, I was on the road. I was up in Canada, actually, on a, on, a, on a run. And I had three of my buddies writing with me. And I'd had this title on my phone for forever called, In a World Full of Hate, Be a Light. And we, uh, we kind of started this thing right before meet and greet. And it was all I could think about for the rest of the night. We came back to the bus and finished it like two o'clock in the morning. And everyone was like, "This is this is cool." But you know, what are we going to do with it? Are we going to put on a new record or what? Um, and then it all kind of worked itself out. Just we released it in March. And um, like I said earlier, man, uh, this song means so much to me, just because as an artist um, with a, with a band that's been with me for five or six years, plus all the artists I know that um, there's so many bands that are just out of work. You know, I mean, nobody nobody can play, nobody can, can do their craft. And, um, I was actually talking to George the other day about, um, there's a lot of band members out there that literally cannot pay their mortgage right now. Um, and so they're selling every bit of gear that they got, you know, to, to pay that rent or to even buy groceries for that matter. And so, um, this, this song hits home for me so much because just that with every single spin that happens, all all that money goes towards music cares to help these people out. And so, um, these people are like my family, man, um, and they're the people that make these shows happen and make them possible. And so um, that's why this song means so much to me. I love the song and I love the message, but um, I love the fact that it that it really does go towards directly. You can actually see it helping people physically. Um, and so, uh, yeah, man, this is this is a uh, a heavy song and a heavy topic. But um, well,
1: I'll say this: I love what it's doing. being a little bit humble here, you gave up a, a bunch of money. I mean, you yep. wrote the song listen you got a number one song that's worth about a million dollars overall for sure um and
3: uh, yeah money ain't going to you you yeah, exactly. decided to,
1: to give that up
3: yeah for sure and so did all the other writers as well man i mean we were all kind of aligned on this and so i mean honestly any any time you listen to it or download it or, or whatever um it's, it's directly helping all of our, our band and crew families so
1: all proceeds benefiting the recording uh the academy music cares and you know they've done a lot for much of my friends in town too for so, sure uh well man it's that's good. Hey, uh, on a lighter note, what song do you play to your kids, or what, what song of yours do your kids get stuck in their head the most?
3: Um, we listen to Crash and Burn to the point of I can't stand the song anymore. <laughs> um, I mean, it's like on the way to school. It's on the way home from school. Uh, that's like the only song they request of mine. And they're pretty quick to tell me when they, when they don't like a song, too. So,
1: But they like your music, though, generally. They do.
3: That's kind of all they want to listen to. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: What else? If, what's secondary, though, to you?
3: James uh, James Brown. Wow. Yeah.
1: Is that because you played it a lot and now they've...
3: I think so. I mean, I think, I mean, me as a kid, you know, when you when you listen to what your dad or, or your mom plays, it kind of becomes a part of your of your story. And so, I mean, we have dance parties in the gym all the time and it's usually, it's mostly my music, but we'll put on some some Bruno or some James Brown every now and then and, and rock together. So...
1: All right, Thomas Rhett's here. We're going to come back in a second. We're going to walk through some other of your hits. He's got a guitar. I'm going to ask him to play a few things. Uh, he laughs and he brought a lyric sheet with him because he said he hadn't played <laughs> in so long. He doesn't know if he was the words. <laughs> uh 15th number one this year um I, whenever you first start you know you're pretty precious with picking what song is a single like yeah. your first couple you're like all right we really gotta We're... now that you're 15 in is it equally as precious to where let's try to find something that hits or now are you precious more to let me pick something that feels good to me and then whatever happens happens
3: I don't know it's different it's different every record I feel like um I mean obviously you want to be in love with the song like you don't want to just put something out there that you think oh this might sound like a hit um I mean in the, in the beginning of my career I mean when you're trying to when you're trying to make a name for yourself you just you got to have a hit or at least a song that is polarizing enough to to for people to know what your name is um but these days I feel like you know I've, I've kind of I feel like I've carved a little bit of my own path out you know through the last 5 or 6 years and um, so now, when it comes to picking singles, I mean, I have to like love the song first of all, um, and if it happens to sound like a hit, then that's just a cherry on top. So,
1: whenever Beer Can't Fix came out, I was like, "All right, Thomas wrote." You wrote that one, right? Yeah. I was like, Thomas Hart wrote this one. He goes, This is a hit. Yeah. I like, because again, it's not very deep. Like, I don't no, listen not, to it i There's no underlying,
3: you know, go. when I had to do, like, uh, we do these cut by cuts, you know, when you're putting your record out, and they were like, So tell us about Beer Camp Fix. I was like, I mean, it's pretty self explanatory. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> it's fun. It's a hit. Yeah, exactly. And, and, it's, and it's sometimes a, you need those. Sometimes you just need songs that people just don't have to think about. You know what I'm saying?
1: And in your set list, you're also putting out singles. So when you play live.
3: Oh, dude. If you put out all slow songs, then
1: you're just gonna sit up there. And everybody's gonna go to sleep during a live show. That's a whole
3: different thing. I mean, there, there's a time for that. I mean, one day I would love to just go play theaters and be like, no one stand up. Actually, everybody just sit down the entire time because I'm just gonna sit here and play a bunch of ballads. But for now, in this in this life, I mean, if it were up to me, when I sit down with the guitar, it's it's a it's writing a ballad every time. So that's why co-writing is so special for me because I need somebody to say, we're not writing a ballad today. <laughs> we are going to write something fun and up tempo. Um, and so, but yeah, when you come to your show, man, and you look at your set list and you have two or three ballads in a row, you're like, "Here it comes." And it here feels here, like here it's goes drags, about seventy percent huh? of the crowd going to get a beer, and then they'll come back when they hear something exciting. So,
1: well, yeah, let's do a verse and a chorus. A beer can't fix. Can okay.
3: you do that? Yeah, I think have you so. have you sat at home and played <laughs> done this? No, I told you, I, I have. I didn't rehearse specifically for this so that I could see if I know any of these songs. Here we go.
1: Is there a song in your set list that when you're playing a live show? it's the easiest for you to sing, regardless if you're sick or not, you're like, this one's right in, right in. I, no problem. What's the um, easiest song for you to sing? The
3: easiest song for me to sing? What is that? Probably, I think 16 is a really easy song for me to sing. Is it? Because it's not too rangy and um, it's just kind of a you know, straightforward kind of singer-songwriter type song, but I would say that's the easiest. Most of my songs are hard to sing. Well, that's why I Crash was Crash and Burn is miserable to sing. Yeah. And we had to drop it a little bit in the Wait, show.
0: Wait, so why do you do that to yourself?
3: Just I don't know, because I think when you're in the center. studio, you have your producers going, come on, man, we, we can go up a little bit higher. No. And then you record it, and you're like, I, I, I cannot do this on a Saturday. There's no, there's no chance. Let's do the easy one. Like, give us a little bit of 16. You want to do that right. one? Yeah, yeah. I would pick the one with the most words. Um. You know, Amy hosted your wife's uh, virtual book she launch. She did, yeah. And I, she was
1: kind of telling me some stories from it. And is there anything in, in her book that came out you're like, dang it, say, you know, on second thought, I maybe, I wish I would have put that in there.
3: There's a few parts, honestly. Um, I would say reading the book, I mean, I I laughed a lot. I cried a little bit. Um, and there was a couple parts where I wish that I wouldn't have been made out to, to look like such a jerk. Um, but there were certain parts in in our marriage for sure that I was, uh, a little bit, a little bit jerky, if you will. Um, especially through the adoption. Um, not that any of this was really my fault, but when, when Lauren was in Uganda, I was still, and she told you all this, but I'm back in Nashville and I'm, I'm playing shows, I remember there was one night where she called me, and it was the second night of our of our Nashville dates, and literally every one of our best friends, Lauren's friends, my friends, were at the show, and I and Lauren called me because it was like nine o'clock in the morning in Uganda, and all my friends were on the bus, and you know we're all hanging out and having a good time, and she hears all of her friends in the background. Meanwhile, Lauren is, you know, seven months pregnant, throwing up in a bathroom in Uganda, and so at that moment, that's when Lauren was like, "We are living." two complete separate lives right now, you know? Um, and so that was a really humbling experience for me, just kind of knowing what she was dealing with over there, the, just the sense of aloneness um, while I'm kind of living life as usual, you know, back in back in the States. Um, and so... That part was, was really hard for us, for sure, kind of getting over that and getting going through some therapy, uh, especially over that one night. Um, but coming on the other side of that, man, I, I feel like I learned so much from, from that experience. And, um, you know, it just it just made me know that in a marriage, you do have to just figure stuff out and you have to talk about it and you got to be real about it and got to be honest about it. And so, um, you know, hopefully there's somebody else in the world that's reading that chapter going, man, I, I feel like I've been in that same position. And, and uh, if they can work it out, we can work it out, too. So.
0: Maybe a little bit, not that their husband's like a superstar, well, no, and they're in Uganda, but that they're I do, not I do alone. Think it's, yeah. I, I think that that's Im- Im- important, is that she was willing, or both of you, I mean, you you willing to let her, y'all share that part with other For people, sure, yeah. helps them not feel alone when they're feeling lonely. Maybe it is that they're pregnant and at home, and the husband's still just continuing yeah. on with his life as usual when sure. they're sick, and or they're at home with the kids, and the husband's just doing his work dinners and this and yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. That it can get lonely, but yeah. that you can come out on the other yes, side. Yes,
3: can, for sure. Living, yeah. living testimony of that.
1: Uh, Live and Love, that is Lauren's book if you want to check it out. Yeah. Do you get any writing credit on that book? No. <laughs> no forward. no. <laughs> no, uh, she nothing. didn't
3: ask me to do the foreword. No
1: like
0: oh, she does have to say in the beginning that, she's, that Thomas Rhett is Thomas Rhett's name, That's how, that's not her being kind of
3: Yeah. Well, people think it's
1: formal. It's
3: it's so funny what people think all of our names are. I mean, there's still certain people that think Lauren's name is Laura. And so they'll yell Laura at concerts or whatever. And then people think our last name is Atkins and it's Aikens. And they think Willow's name is Willow Grace. And they think, Ada's name is Ava Jane. And so it's just like <laughs> Read the book right. and yeah.
0: But she had to dedicate a thing in the beginning to like, hey guys, I'm not being, I don't know, just are trying yeah, to be sure. like, I'm married to Thomas Rhett. Right. Like that's his name.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, Center Point Road Tour is being rescheduled to kick off in June of twenty twenty one. Yeah. How you feel about that?
3: Can't wait. Cannot wait.
1: Boy, me too. I can't wait till we get something that feels like we're moving in a normal, normal I know, direction. Man. I don't I even need to feel all the way normal. Yeah, I just need to see that's uh, progress.
3: For sure. I mean, this is the long. I mean, this is the longest I have will have not played a show in like almost 10 years, and it's very, very strange.
1: All right. Well. 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 Let's. Um. I'm gonna beg you for one more clip of a song here. Okay. Uh, how about a little bit of the song I listen to before I go to sleep every night? Die,
0: <laughs> Die a happy man. Die a happy man. <laughs> yeah.
3: If I forget the words of this, then my career is over. <laughs> Let me say this before you go. Yeah.
1: That you're nominated for ACM Entertainer of the Year. Yeah. I couldn't be happier for you to, Thank be, you, man. to be in that that upper, upper echelon. I was with you whenever you won Male Artist yeah. in, in Vegas. And I was super pumped for you then, and I'm so excited to see you up in that level because you deserve to be there. And I feel like, this is just my editorial here, (laughs) that because you do things differently, sometimes you get left out of things. Yeah. And I think what got you here is also what's keeping people from going we should include it. so to see you actually included in the biggest and most deserving category for you to me i
3: love thank you man. i'm gonna cry, I'm gonna cry no, i man. appreciate that no this is, we've been working so hard i mean every year we get into rehearsals and that is the goal you know for that for that nomination so it feels really good and thank you thanks for being a supporter i appreciate it uh till you leave and then i'm like all right who's next <laughs> you know man no, i'm
1: just kidding i'm totally kidding all right there he is tom shred uh, i'll mention one more time every time you download or you stream be a light that Ray, if you don't know mind playing the clip underneath me here, that uh, music will go toward the Music Cares Foundation to help a lot of the crews, the bands, the artists, etc., who aren't making any money right now. And Tom Strait gave up all of his money for writing this song and performing this song to make sure that they can afford their mortgage and groceries. And so just love you coming in. Always love to see you. Likewise. Great man. to see you, my friend. Thank there he for is. Having me. Thomas Strait. everybody. Yeah. It's time for the good news.
4: With Bobby. Damn me something good.
1: The residents of Lake Charles, Louisiana, knew that Hurricane Laura was headed for the city. There was a mandatory evacuation in place, but someone had to protect the babies at Lake Charles Memorial Hospital for Women. Fourteen nurses, two nurse practitioners, three respiratory therapists stayed behind and watched over the 19 babies through the storm. I never think about that when a storm's coming.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Awesome. Mm.
1: Some of the babies were born premature. Some were on respirators and ventilators. There was no air conditioning. The water went out in the hospital. Through the night, one of the doctors posted updates about all the babies on Facebook. And that's just a, that's a really great thing, huh? That they yeah. said, we're supposed to evacuate, but we're going to stay with the babies. Mm-hmm. Wow, 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 wow. Despite it all, the NICU staff kept all 19 of the babies safe through the Category 4 storm. How about that? Shout out to you guys. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. This guy's at the beach, and people are like, what in the world's happening with that guy? There was a shark that had bit into him and was still on and just kept biting harder and harder. Oh, oh no. Yeah. People could not believe what they were seeing as fish clung to him on the beach in Martin County, and every time we tried to pull it off, it just bit down harder. Oh. oh.
0: I, like, feel the pain right now. The
1: chilled man laughs and, jo- and jokes with a gathering crowd. You know everybody had their phones up, too, like insta storying like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, look at this, yeah. look at this. Putting their little gifs on there, <laughs> shark bite gifs. Um, so here's a clip of the guy on the beach with a shark on his arm, and he responds to someone asking, does it hurt? Here you go. Does it hurt? I'd buy a hard too, if people were
4: suffocating. What's that?
3: I think it got something in his mouth or something? Yeah, his arm. <laughs> no, come on. No, yeah, that's. <laughs> he was just out there swimming no. and, it, and it, he grabbed on the guy's Not arm about taking the syringe and putting it in him
4: or Oh, so that way it'll it'll release them out. Oh, yeah, 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 really has his arm.
1: The shark's like five foot long. Oh my gosh! And you know when you bend your arm inward, like to make a muscle, it bit. That's the inside part of the elbow, and is just gripping on it. And he's standing. He's a really buff dude too, and he's kind of smiling. <laughs> but they couldn't get the shark off of him. Isn't that crazy?
0: Can't, so, you can't just like spank it. Yeah,
1: spank it. Amy. Can't you hit him in the nose with an <laughs> oar? That's when that they what they say. happens a lot of times. Poke their eyes or something. Mm. So that was a crazy story. Another one was: Do you know who Octavia Spencer is, the actress? Yes. She was in The Help. Mhm. She was in uh, Hidden Figures. Yes. Yeah. And so she was talking about um, years ago, whenever she moved to Los Angeles, it was you know in the nineties or so. Her car broke down. And so she's off on the side of the road, her car broke down, and some like motorcycle guy comes up behind her. You see the story? No. Some motorcycle guy comes up behind her, and she's like, oh, great. And she was looking to have somebody help her, but she was like, I don't know. Because, listen, if some motorcycle guy pulls behind me in all leather and black, and I'm like, <laughs> I've seen enough TV shows to know maybe that's bad news. And so she said, I had an audition. My car was broken down. No one would help me until this guy in a motorcycle, his motorcycle helmet, sunglasses, was like, do you need some help? Took it off. It was Keanu Reeves. Of course Uh,
0: course it was. (laughs) I was about to say, is it him? Olga?'
1: She goes, I kid you not. I was going to have him get in, and I was going to push it. But he was like, no, 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 I can push you. And I was thinking, oh, no, no, you're not touching my car. She said in order to pay it back to him over the years, every time he has a movie out, she goes to the, (laughs) the opening weekend. How many of these stories are out there? Keanu's a great guy. Wow. I'll be watching Bill and Ted on the flight today to Seattle, the the new one. You haven't seen it yet, huh? I have not. I cannot wait to hear your You haven't seen the new one?
0: No, no, we're watching it this weekend.
1: Okay. She goes, I go to his movie every opening weekend, whatever he has, because that's a very sweet thing to do. And then I'll wrap on this. A guy in Texas proposed to his girlfriend. And when she turned him down, he hit her with a bike tire. He was arrested for assault. Oh. What? Mm. Wichita Falls... His marriage proposal was turned down. Police get there. There's a woman in a sundress yelling for the police. Officer the victim had injuries to a knee, both shoulders. Her left wrist had some blood, and she had some blood coming out of the corner of her mouth. She told them that her and this dude had been dating for several months. Four days earlier, she moved in with him, and he was working on a bicycle and said, hey, do you want to get married? When she said no, he got a bicycle tire and frame and hit her with them. Oh police found him inside the house with his mom and said he refused to come out. All these things make sense, yeah. Hmm. But oh, you move in with someone you've been dating for a while, like that. That question could come at any point. The, oh, the proposal, and she also had to know he was nuts. That's why she said no, no, but no. why do you live with them? <laughs> no, I don't know. I thought the opposite
2: of where you know, like the guy should know when someone's gonna say no, like you have an idea. If you're I'm gonna ask, th- you should know they're gonna say yes. We're these these two are both
1: bad s crazy, <laughs> because crazy doesn't move in with not crazy, or not crazy doesn't move in with crazy. You gotta be the same. Sensibilities draw people together. Okay. I mean so, that makes sense too. It, it it has to be just this volatile relationship. And maybe he thought yes. I mean she just moved in. Ugh. But then he go hides hides with his mom. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it's Labor Day weekend. Do you know what Labor Day means?
0: Yeah, it recognizes all the labor that we do, so it gives us a day off.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Labor Day pays tribute to the contributions and achievements of American workers and is traditionally observed on the first Monday in September. It's also the unofficial end of summer. So, because we love hard-working Americans, we're going to do a little American trivia today.
3: Love all right, it. Okay. U.S.
1: trivia to celebrate. Are you ready? This will be uh, easy U.S. trivia, so you all can be in. But when you're, okay. when you miss it, you're eliminated. Gosh. It's easy though. Okay? okay, but
0: when it's easy, suddenly it's hard.
1: But it's easy. Mm-hmm. First round, super easy. How many stars are on the American flag, Amy? Fifty. Right. Lunchbox, how many original colonies were there? Oh, it's just thirteen. Right. Eddie, what city was the famous Tea Party? Boston. Correct. <gasps> hey, Morgan. Which president was responsible for freeing the slaves?
0: Abraham Lincoln.
1: Correct. Round two. A little less easy. That was easy. You were right. pretty easy. Yeah. Easy U.S. trivia. Amy. In what year is America credited for being discovered? Oh, boy.
0: In the year of 1492.
1: There you go. Lunchbox. Speaking of years, what important document was signed in 1776?
4: Well, it has to be... There's only one document that I know of is the Declaration of Independence. Correct. Eddie,
1: come on. Which U.S. city is the home to jazz music? Oh, New Orleans. Correct. <laughs> Morgan, who sewed the first American flag?
0: <laughs> this isn't right.
4: Amelia Earhart. Nope. No. Oh boy. Oh boy. No. No she No, she's she'd really a blind pilot.
1: Uh, Betsy Ross was the answer
4: (laughs) Yep, that's it
1: And Morgan's eliminated Amy, over to you Yep What president said These famous words (laughs) Oh (gasps) boy Ask not what your country Can do for you Ask what you Can do for your country JFK Yeah that's good Lunchbox Who wrote The Star Spangled Banner
4: That's my boy Francis Scott Key
1: Correct Eddie Who was the first president To live in the White House Oh, (laughs) come on We've talked about this before. Yeah, we. Yeah. Think about it. Who was the
2: first president to live in the White House? I mean, let's go with John Adams because it wasn't ready for George. I think that's what we talked about. See? That's correct. Oh, yeah!
0: And he's <laughs> tricking you when he does that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Amy, which ocean is off the California coast? Pacific. Correct. Staying in geography, Lunchbox. What state is Mount Rushmore located? Ooh. <laughs>
4: What are you thinking about? Uh, it's up there, those states that no one goes to. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> like, we're on here. Actually, Bobby and has gone, have you? So yeah, I've been. No, I understand, but no one really... I, I mean, want to go. Like, it's over there. Where it's <clears> in the area where there's not a lot of population. And I know Chelsea from Teen Mom is from one of these states, but I don't know which one she's from.
0: Okay, say it. Which one?
4: What's your answer? I'll, I'll go... South Dakota it, I mean
2: See he was messing He's, yeah, he's he, such a it's, it's, it's No South you Dakota. do this and yeah. You go on, you and, on and on and on When you play possum all the time About how you don't it's, know it It was either
4: North Dakota he's Or South like, like, Dakota gonna, I don't know I'm gonna know. milk all my, yeah, my you time don't,
0: Like right out of the gate Be like okay It's either North Dakota Or South Dakota You're like It's one of those states up there And <laughs> He gets it right I'm
1: on the mic I'm gonna take all my sweet time Like Um Eddie You got it right Good job How much time do I have What president is on the $20 bill
2: Oh, okay. Um, Let's see. Let's let's go down the dollar bills real quick. Um, George. It's on
0: one of those dollars that...
2: George. It's green. (laughs) Hamilton. I think it's rectangle. Uh, George Abe Hamilton 10. Let's go... um, Is it Jackson? Andrew Jackson. Correct. Nice. Everybody's still
0: in.
1: (gasps) All right, they get a little harder here, Amy. Okay. You're up first. In what city was the Declaration of Independence signed? Nice. Uh, In what city was the Declaration of Independence signed? Is that signed? also
0: where the Liberty Bell is? Why do I think it was signed where that bell is?
3: That bell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is, so, I'm thinking Pennsylvania or Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. need an answer? Pennsylvania is the date. So, Philadelphia. Is that your answer? That's my answer. Correct. Oh, gosh.
1: <laughs> Lunchbox, you must be how old to run for president? 35. Correct. Nice. Eddie, in what state is Harvard University? <laughs> Harvard is in <laughs> Massachusetts. Correct. <laughs> nice. Amy, anyway, the, the Statue of Liberty was a gift from what country?
0: France. Correct.
1: Oh my gosh. Wow. Lunchbox, what's the smallest state in America? <laughs> Here
0: we go. It's that state up there. There aren't here. a lot
1: of people there because it ain't that big. Let's go down the fifty states. Gosh. A, it's not Alaska or Alabama.
0: That's
1: no Arkansas. B,
4: big. Mm.
1: What's the smallest state lunchbox? Come on, lunch. I'll go with
4: New Hampshire. <laughs>
1: Do you think he's right or not, guys? I I don't
0: think... We we go over this all the time. It's like Rhode Island or... Oh, it's Rhode Island! Yes! You You
1: already said He said New Hampshire. He said New Hampshire. New Hampshire is incorrect. What
0: is it? Rhode Island. Rhode Island. (laughs) What up?
1: (laughs) I forget Rhode Island's even a state. Eddie. No one lives there. What state did Pearl Harbor happen? Hawaii. Correct. Uh. Wow, we're down to just two people here. Amy, who was the first first lady? Martha. Correct.
2: What up? Good one.
1: Who wrote the Declaration of Independence, Eddie? Okay, here we go. Uh, let's go with Tomas Jefferson. Correct. Woo! Amy, who is the 16th president of the United States?
0: <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Oh, correct. What? How did
1: you get that? Eddie, which system allows each branch of the U.S. government to have its own powers? Here we go. Uh, the branch, legislative, judicial. Which and... system allows each branch of the U.S. government to have its own powers? Oh gosh! The name of the system. It's the z- z- digestive. Uh... Yeah, the d- digestion. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie, any five seconds from you? Let's go. Let's go. Legislative. He says. The branches, The answer is separation of powers, which oh makes Amy winner. There she is. <laughs> Game.
0: I'm proud to be an American. Happy Labor Day. There you
1: go. Um, Monday we have a special of uh, the greatest live music of 2020. So cool. some of it I forgot even happened because pre-pandemic, I don't remember anything. But so yeah, you, check that out. That runs Labor Day. And then Tuesday we're back with Clay Walker who's going to perform for us. So I love 90s country, so that'll be fun. Alright, see you guys. Have a good weekend. Bye. This is the Bobby Bones